Yo, excuse my language, but Welcome, everybody. Today, I'm here talking with Jesse Strawham, and we're just about to shoot the shit. She's amazing. She is an awesome Instagram influencer, a amazing uh, figure in the spinal cord injury community, and she's doing awesome shit, Uh, always in a bunch of adaptive sports doing a bunch of adaptive stuff all the time, which blows my mind and, like, doing more than I could possibly imagine. So here's Jesse. Hey, I appreciate you having me here. No problem. Oh. Yeah. So just to give everybody, like, a like an intro of you, your accident was four years ago? Yeah, yeah, it's been four years. So it was a... Uh, I was in a motorcycle accident in 2015 when made a U-turn into the bike I was on. I flew over her SUV, driver of the bike, went through it. He broke his leg. I broke my back in two places. Ribs punctured the lungs, nicked my spinal cord. So my ribs are actually what paralyzed me. Coded twice and was resuscitated and have a traumatic brain injury. So I'm just super lucky to be alive. For sure. And it's crazy because, like, when I first heard about your accident and everything uh i knew you were into like a bunch of active like atvs and racing all this stuff so i actually thought your accident happened while you were like on an atv or something that's what but most people no. think yeah they think i got hurt riding which isn't the case because so as soon as i got i was actually still in the hospital and someone had reached out to me and they're like, hey, we want to build you this custom side-by-side to have you racing again. I cleared it with my surgeon and it was built before I was even out of the hospital. And I got to go oh, back wow. and go back racing, which I really, I tribute Polaris and that whole entire opportunity to my independence right. now because it really got me right back to life right out of the hospital. Nice. And then, so before your accident, um, what did you race? What did you, was that the type of thing that you were racing already or no? No, no. So I raced four wheelers and dirt bikes. I actually, so I raced four wheelers my whole life and then dirt bikes, it was cheaper. So I made the switch right before, like two months before I got hurt. And then I had rode my dirt bike the day I got hurt. And so like I had wadded super hard, thought I broke my knee. Because I hit the ground so hard. And then that night, I got a motorcycle accident. So I had some, like, my knee was banged up, but it wasn't from the street bike accident. It was from me wrecking my dirt bike. So I also, when I came to, I kind of tried to explain that. And they thought I was just talking out my ass. But really, I really wanted my shit on my Mm -hmm. dirt bike. And then, like, I had my makeup done because I had went to dinner that night. And I had been in the hospital two days. And someone had asked me, uh... Who did your makeup? And I was like, well, I did it. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So did you like, so that day you had your accident, so you remembered it happening and everything. No, so I I remember the woman not stopping, and then I started hitting the driver of the bike. I'm like hitting him like this, and 
he's not stopping. And all I could think was, all right, close your eyes, tuck, just hold on. And the last thing I remember was metal crunching. And then I woke up in the hospital and like, I kind of remember some things like I, I remember blurry, my family visiting, like my family from Ohio came down and cause I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. So they came down from Northeastern Ohio. And then like, I remember seeing my grandmother who passed when I was a kid and she told me, Jesse May, it's not your time. You can't stay with me and I can't go with you, but mm. you got things to do and people to get back to. So you got to oh, go. And like, I remember waking up, I told my mom that, and I was back out and my mom's like, holy shit, she died. And my dad's like, Jenny, you're full of shit. And then they got my medical <laughs> records and found out I actually, I coded, which is so crazy because oh, I'm like, right. that's, that's two opportunities that I had to not be right. here. And then I got to meet the nurse that actually was in the room and helped resuscitate me actually two years later. And uh, she's like, you're nothing less than a miracle girl. Like I, I didn't think you would make it after you left here. Right. <laughs> like, and that's and that's the thing with so many spinal cord injuries. You like, you don't know, especially early on. It's like, there's there's so many opportunities where you might die, you might not. Yo, have like, you ever had C diff? Yeah. No. Yo, I had it personally. twice my first year. Oh my god! I got it right out of the hospital, and it put me right back oh. in. And I went like got put back in the Jeez. hospital for a month, and then I got it over Thanksgiving, the, my first Thanksgiving out of the hospital twice Damn. man like right. the, the obstacles that come like if not walking was our biggest issue man right <sighs> and then to also look at past that like to see what you're doing now like i was looking at your website and like one of the things you did this last year that blew my mind was that like world's toughest mutter oh, i've done that two years and in a row that shit Oh my God, I was reading like your journey through that, like a five mile obstacle course. And like, how does that even Yo, when work? the wheel about, fell like, off the chair, like, yeah. Like, we're going through the woods with, we had a, a mile and a half. It was, left. You said, and you said it was 24 hours? Like, how, yeah, it was 24 hours. How does so, that like, work? look, I have a team. I got this team of six people, or no, there were seven of us plus me. Yeah, Yeah, because we lost. So we lost half the team through the night. We finished with four of us. And it was insane. Jeez. So we started with us. We, we people just falling away. Yeah, it was so bad. We finished the first lap with that, with three wheels. And then we got back out there. got the We got the wheel back on and got it all back oh together. Got back out there. And it got dark like two hours before we got back to the pit. And so we only have one headlamp. So we're in the pitch black trying to navigate with the chair. It's starting, the temperature is dropping quickly. So it got down to 28 degrees in the night. We all went hypothermic. It It was in Atlanta. And it was 28 degrees. It was freezing. It was like a weird winter freak thing. Right. And... It, it was insane, right? So we stripped no. me down because like, you're in and out of the water. So I'm soaking wet. I'm in a full entire wetsuit trying to stay warm. So they stripped me down butt naked in the tent, wrapped me <laughs> in emergency blankets, and then put hand warmers outside of them. And they're just rubbing the hand warmers up and down my body. Right. And like by midnight, that was at 10 o'clock. And then by midnight... Or that was at 8 o'clock. And then by midnight, I was ready to go back out. But no one else on my team was. 
mm, damn. And so like I couldn't. So that's not gonna work. But it got so bad they closed obstacles. They they that didn't happen in Vegas right. the year before. And so it was okay. it was brutal. But I it just so it's tough too because I was looking at I was looking at some of the pictures and it seemed like sometimes you'd be in a chair. Sometimes they'd be carrying you. Sometimes I'm riding like, piggyback. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Why? I was like, well, damn. Why not just have them piggyback you the whole way? Because holding like, on your, because you're holding your dead body weight up. Right. In my shoulders and, and arms. Like, I only last probably 300 feet. And um, right now, ever since Worlds, right. I kind of took a break from working out. And I haven't been working out regularly at all. And I'm so out of shape mm-hmm. right now. I can't even get myself off the floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> damn it's so bad so that like and just all that stuff like did you have to get like special chair or equipment or anything? right so the kelly i applied for a equipment grant through the kelly brush foundation and got approved for fifteen hundred dollars i raised the other fifteen hundred uh mike box from box wheelchairs built me this custom chair we tested it at the austin tough mutter and it didn't work out it was like a prototype so he rebuilt me another chair, and it worked amazing. And this year, we're actually taking other athletes out. The first one that I actually have scheduled, I have a team built, and I'm funding the teams like where we're staying and everything. I'm trying to get us all to stay right. together because it's almost like it's almost like marathons. You'll get like sponsored, right, by right, people right, to pay for your. But we're taking other athletes out this year. It's I'm okay. not I I'm my body I think has had enough. I might do worlds yeah. again this year. That's the thing too. <laughs> I'll like I'll see pictures of you and I'll be like I am I'm always critical of everybody in chairs when I look at them and I'm just like, damn it man, her feet, her knees, they're all bruised, your legs would be all bruised. I'm like, Jesus, you're just beating your body up. Dude, How my do you knees do that? no, my knees are scarred because when I was first injured yeah. I sat too close to a fire. <laughs> mm. so like like a bonfire yeah i burnt my knees so they look bruised all oh the my time. god that's i'm surprised that didn't happen to me because every bonfire i go to it's always cold outside you're always, always sitting like, so close way too close yeah you gotta watch that like, my I'm friend taylor my just burnt off. her leg off like she had to get a full skin graft Jeez. Oh, it was terrible. From a damn bonfire? Yeah, and she, her nerve pain was insane. She was in the hospital. Oh, wow. She got infected. It was so bad. Like, you don't mess with that damn. shit, man. <laughs> right. For sure. <laughs> and then you're also doing this, because like today, you were getting ready. You had a meeting with your curling team? Yeah, so I curl, obviously. I'm on the U.S. developmental team. So I'm so close to the USA, and I want it so bad. I want to go, you know, to the Paralympics one day. <laughs> right. And is that is that like in the running? Because you were you were telling me you were gonna go. You're going up to like Minnesota to do some curling stuff. Yeah. So we are actually submitting scores for trials. So today we practice. I think tomorrow morning I'm gonna go at 5 a.m. <laughs> To go oh, practice man. and just try and get as much time as possible on the ice to be my best. And then I work. Right. Do you just use your your regular chair for that? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I've, 
You're not seeing curling in chairs. It's so cool. So you have two wheelchair right. users, and they hold each other's chairs so they don't move. Like, someone pulls in behind you. So you're like, mm. this. Like, you're like pulled up behind each other interlocked right you're like uh, so one you're, person's your holding. wheels like i pull right into most people because my chair is so narrow and my wheels right. go right in the back of theirs and it like goes where it acts right as a brake it's so sick so i don't even have to hold mm. half the time <laughs> nice and then you you're the person that like throws it or you all it like i don't know how curling works because you all take turns doing different stuff right so you have four people to a team you have a lead a second a vice and a skip and you each throw two stones okay the skip calls the shot so like my mantra when i'm curling is i'm the fucking skip (laughs) and my whole thing is like you're the skip of your life right so you call the shots (laughs) and i'm just picturing like because my favorite thing when I was watching curling in the Olympics was the whole, like, sweepers. We don't just sweep the... in wheelchairs because it's too dangerous. No? Really? Could you imagine wheelchairs trying to sweep up and no right. lines? Right. <laughs> so you don't even sweep. No, you just... So y'all got to have skills. Yeah, you have to... Y'all like, that's how you aim. have to practice so much. Right. So my fitness is, that's like... Cool. I'm really bad at time management still because I don't take into consideration how much time it takes to be paralyzed. And so... I don't juggle curling and fitness. So either it's I'm really, really fit and I don't, I'm not good at curling or I'm super good at curling and I'm super out of shape. Oh, man. Because I'm also in school, so I'm trying to, like, and I work part-time and I have the nonprofit, so I'm trying to juggle. Work where? I work for a fitness clothing company called I Am Becoming. The brand, I just live and breathe the brand. Right. So what do you do with that? I manage the social media responses. <laughs> gotcha. I love it. Gotcha. It's so fun. Right. So I respond to all the Facebook stuff and, you know, how we, how people respond to yeah. our ads. I get to respond to them and try and keep them happy. <laughs> nice. And then you mentioned your nonprofit as well, which is insane. Because um, I know you're on your YouTube. You do a lot of stuff with that with uh Wheel with Me Foundation. Yeah. And my my favorite videos that you did were the interviews you did. Tales people, from the home. Yeah. People who live in nursing homes who have spinal cord injuries just like us, but they're stuck in homes and it's like it seems like there's no way out. And it's it's it was interesting to me to like see those stories and how you want to show people to get out of that situation because that's my whole thing is I want to show people with spinal cord injuries that you can still live you can still do things and all that and so that those those videos and those like you were saying you were trying to start like a transition home so the whole yes the whole goal of wheel with me foundation is to build a transitional community essentially it would be an apartment building and this apartment building is not going to be adapted at all so there's not going to be a roll-in shower there's not going to be lowered counters nothing i mean it's going to be just like an apartment that you would go out and get on your own and you adapt to it 
And so straight and from learn. rehab, you go to this apartment right. building. There's no nurses. There's no, you know, physical therapists. It's wheelchair users teaching wheelchair users how to be wheelchair users. And that's what's up. And Man. so you... And that would be amazing. Right, right. You're you're getting the skills from people that know how to do it rather than people that learned from a textbook. Like, yeah, they give you exactly. all the great skills to transfer and everything, but that wheelchair user is going to give you a skill that is irreplaceable, that that physical therapist could never. I mean, I think they're great probably for that three weeks that insurance will cover, but then you go to the Wheel With Me house and it's rent-based income, so it's or income-based rent, there we go. And so it would be just like low-income housing, how it's like a third of your disability or whatever. That's what it would be to live in the house, would be a third of your income. And so then you're learning how to budget again. And we're going to try and do job placement. So I'm working on building a consulting business. And the idea is we would go into hotels uh, stores anywhere like that and it's this is like hey this is what is working for us this is what's accessible for a wheelchair user so rather than them building these accessible rooms with showers right. that are accessible but the the shower bench is on one side and all the controls in the shower head are on the other side and they're way up and you can't get it down you know I mean rather than having that you're having a wheelchair user build this so not only are we teaching you how to live an independent community we're giving you job placement as well definitely that's awesome and that it just seems so doable right it seems like that and and it's something i think that helps too i think that helps mentally because we've talked about like how so i'm i'm like almost nine years out from my accident you're just four years out and it's like and i've talked to people recently at different uh time spans after their accident and it's like i remember when i was four years out and how i was mentally and i remember when i was two years out and what what things were going on so being able to like compare that and like show people and talk about that with other people is kind of huge because i know for me four years out where you're at was kind of like a turning point for me like mentally and like acknowledging all the disadvantages I have and like realizing because I was my fourth year out I was a sophomore in college and it was like I was just getting to realize how much more difficult everything was for me because before that I was so focused on the goal that I didn't even like want to think about that stuff I just was like no I can do whatever I whatever's here I can do it and I'm gonna do it and it was like I was so focused on just finishing or pushing forward that like nothing really was slowed down enough for me to just recognize what what was a no what I couldn't do because like that sophomore year I ended up having two roommates and both of them were like super active on campus and all this different stuff and I was like watching them and we were having big old parties in the dorm and all that and it was super fun and all that but I was just starting to realize like damn I can't go to 
frat parties been because I can't get in the house. Oh my or, gosh. Like just all types of stuff. Because your chair Man. is so heavy they can't carry it in. Yeah, or oh. yeah, I can't get in anywhere a lot a lot of the time. Shit, I just went out to Ann Arbor to go to dinner with one of my buddies and we went on our way out. We're like, where do we want to go eat? And we looked up this restaurant this restaurant. And then we got there and they had like three big ass steps to get in. And then we get there and the guys come outside. They're like, oh, we have a ramp. We have a ramp you can use. So they bring out the ramp. The ramp doesn't reach from the top step to the ground. And it was steep as shit. And they're like, we can do it. We can push. And I'm like, no, "No, you can't. (laughs) My chair is like heavy. 650 here. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I've had lots of situations like that, and we're just like, all right, fuck it, we'll just go next door. But stuff like that, like, it was really around, like, four years in, I, I just started to recognize stuff like that, and it started to, like, weigh on me, and it, I don't know, is that, do you feel any of that right now? No, or? so, like, the first six months, I focused on nothing but recovery, and then, because, you know, the trial and all that. And then when Jordan ended our relationship, I was like, fuck recovering. I'm going to see right. what the wheel life has to offer. And I did that for, sure. for like a year and a half. And then I so, fell in a hotel room. Uh, and then that was my turning point. And it was like, right. all right, something's got to give. And I'm like, it was like everything I couldn't do right. was sh- spotlighted then and so then from there I was like okay what can I do what can I do to change these things and that's when I really started pushing but sometimes you know you just fall off (laughs) for sure and like for those that don't know you had a procedure after after your accident from a pharmaceutical company called Invivo Therapeutics um and it was like a procedure that hopefully one day can be the cure for paralysis. Well, you know, the goal. seven of the, I believe there's like 16 people that got it or something. Yeah. Seven of them have converted from complete to incomplete. Exactly. Four and of those seven have converted from Asia A to Asia C. Right. Crazy. Insane. And they say it. And Frank Reynolds, the guy who created Invivo, uh, he says and that the most improvement comes in the first six years yeah so there's still a lot we have so much time time. frank he he totally believes in it and i mean i totally believe in it i believe because i didn't i didn't see anything i was an asia a complete at my two-year evaluation and then three months later is when i actually got big movement i started seeing a little bit of sensation return but i got movement yep and like the procedure is like if anybody's in the medical field and they know the bio scaffold, like that's what it was. It was like a, a neuro scaffold they put in your spine. And all the research I read about being done right now is using that scaffold and doing something off of it, especially for people like me who are not straight out after the accident. So, more in you that know, chronic stage. You know, the FDA halted the trial, right? Yeah, okay. because... Because well, three because people Frank, died. 
Frank got booted from there, and yeah, yeah. they they started doing some, and Vivo started doing some bad shit. Well, three people died, but it wasn't so, related to the scaffold. But the last right. one, the family wouldn't let them do an autopsy, so they mm. the FDA halted it. But if they can get the money, right. the next thing they're gonna do is start implanting it in higher level injuries with stem cells. Right. But they have to the get they have to get like thirty million dollars, and where the heck are people supposed to come up Jesus. with that amount of money? Like, come on! Right. The FDA makes things donors, so I guess, hard, uh, right? Yeah, it's annoying. It really is. I remember when my accident happened. Frank and my dad had actually talked, and they were talking about shipping me over to like Germany or somewhere <laughs> to just go ahead and do it. But I was already like far out. Uh, like I was right at that two week mark, uh, so it was, so was kind of too late. But yeah, they, yeah, because here the FDA, FDA, like I think it's stupid that the U.S. only does Western medicine. They don't mix Western and holistic ever. And they really should. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why? Just do whatever is possible. Like whatever works. Yeah. Uh. And even the the holistic medicines that are proven to work, they won't pay for it. And like one of my one of my nurses, she has a congestive heart failure, and she's been going to a holistic doctor, but she has to pay out of pocket for it all. And even though it works, and the doctor's great, and her congestive heart failure has reversed, <laughs> and all the tests have came back and shown it. They, yeah, it's annoying. It really is. So, yeah, if if anything would happen, shit, I wouldn't mind flying to Germany or some other country to try something. <laughs> Especially right now, I'm I'm getting to that point. Like my body's super healthy, and I'm getting you to that point where I'm so getting so healthy. Like you uh, are yeah. stacked. I love it. I miss, so my, once a year, my wearable therapy always shits out on me and I have to send it back to him to get, you know, rewired. And I'm at that point. And so I sent it back last week and like yesterday was a week without it. My legs hurt so bad. My nerve pain is unreal. Like I understand why people want to chop their legs off. Right. And I, I understand, too, how a lot of people will let their muscles atrophy just so they don't have to deal with spasms and stuff. And I'm just like, nah, fuck that. I, I'm not letting my body deteriorate. I have more spasms without my wearable therapy than I do Exactly. With That's it. what I mean. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine. That's what I mean. They'll just let, they'll just let their muscles wither away. Oh, my God. My like, legs hurt, ache so bad. Like, they start aching three days yeah. without it. I, I'm so glad yours is the same. Like, I, I oh, thought I was, sure. like, you know, going nah, crazy. It, I'm like, this it is might be, insane. It might, it might be more for you because you probably have more sensation than me. But when I go a while without it, like he just worked on mine and uh, uh, they were able to like fix it all and all that stuff. But when I go that week or two without it, I get more spastic. I I don't really have a whole lot of sensation, so I don't have too much of that. But even like this last time, I still had the shorts that were doing my thighs and butt. And then I still had the arms and still just not having the abs 
in the back and not having oh, the cast. Yeah, you have I was getting that. spastic I and stuff. I love the yeah. back though. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, every time I do the, the back, it like arches my back and brings my shoulders down. Oh, and you're like, and yes. like relaxes it. Do you have? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I could wear that. Oh, good call, What's man. That? I always forget I have that because I don't wear the calf sleeves anymore. I I literally right. only wear my shorts and then the back belt when my back hurts really bad. So we gotcha. so good. <sighs> yeah. And that's that's one of those things too. I I just I so many people don't know about that. Dude. And I don't, share and, it. All and even the time. and even when and even when I show people it, it's like we'll help them get it and it's like they won't use it. And I'm like, yo, you got to use it every, every day. day. I literally yeah. sleep in it every so I, night. Right. So I'm working on this video of a, like a time lapse video for, of my night care and like my whole nightly routine where I do all the therapy. I do everything. And just so everybody can see it. And that's one of the things. I want people to see is like, yo, I do this every night. It's every so night worth we it do though. like four or five no hours. No nerve pain, it no is. spasms. Yep. Like the nerve yep. pain alone. I mean, I'm, I want to chop my legs off. My butt feels like I'm sitting on pavement. Yeah. Yep. And I know for me, I'll I'll get some of that, and then it's also blood flow and like pressure sores yeah your circulation everything. it helps your immune system yep. i think it helps my yep. mood like because i'm working oh, out for sure. like i've been such a bitch <laughs> <laughs> definitely because it, it was that when you work out you, you release like en endorphins or some shit but yeah, for sure. I, I texted Philip today. I was like, I'm miserable. How much longer until I can have my wearable therapy right. back? Exactly. And you always have to remind him because he gets, he loses track. And right now I'm hoping because I'm going to like us talking about it right now. And I'm hoping next week I'm going to go help him make a video to promote like the arm sleeves. And then I'm, uh, I'm going to do a podcast with him. And I'm hoping I can be like a his sponsor or whatever. And That's what I'm working some, with him too with shit. Wheel with Me. But, yeah, cause that that should really be the the first go to after a spinal cord injury is something to keep the muscles active i think uh, i think that's the first thing that needs to be given to these people as soon as they're injured i don't right. understand why insurance covers that stupid ass bike but they don't cover this exactly that bike is so dumb you can't take it with you anywhere can't take it with you you have to completely change everything you're doing that day based around doing that like for me i had to make sure i was wearing the right pants Make sure my skin wasn't too oily. Otherwise, the fucking pads wouldn't stick. Or oh, just those always are so adjusting. expensive to replace. You can't get yep. the gel off Amazon. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just the bike is... The stem wasn't high enough to, to actually flex your muscles. How high do you sleep with the stem on your shorts? I, those shits go up to like 60 or 70. Yo. I can't go past 35 anymore. Because you can feel it. Because it fucking hurts so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm I'm curious to see. Because I know my arms. I feel it, but I don't feel it. 
You know Dude. what I mean? So. Yeah, that's how it is on my butt. But now it's like it, it's just my. it just keeps intensifying, right? So it's like eventually right. it feels like there's just so many bugs in there, and just like you're like, okay, <laughs> I can't do this. I chill. Right. So when you so when you would go to your doctors, did they ever do the needle test with you to see how much you could feel? They have. That's my thing. I'll like see, but I'll. I'll ask them, like, yo, I think I'm getting more feeling. And so they come out with a little needle, and they start poking me from a, from down below, and then start coming a little higher, a little higher. And still, like, I don't feel the needle prick until, like, midway down my neck. Even though I can move my shoulders, I can move my arms some, I still don't have, like, feeling until, like, halfway down my neck. I mean, it could take longer too, or it might never come. There's just, it's just so crazy. I don't think it not coming isn't an option though. Like, you're too resilient. It will come. I feel like our minds are so powerful. We have the strength to heal ourselves. Definitely. That's what I've been doing too lately is uh, meditation. I've been going once a week. Yeah. Yo, you need to do this hypnosis trial. They pay you. To meet with a psychologist once a week to do hypnosis. Nice. I need to reschedule that. I forgot to do that. (laughs) I need to write myself a note. Alright, so so with all this, because I know you're super busy, got school, got non-profit, got all this adaptive stuff, activities and all that. Do you ever have time to, like, date or anything? Is that even a possibility? Is that something to talk about? Ha! Well. (laughs) Well. So, there's this guy that is an absolutely incredible human being. He's basically Mm -hmm. my right and my left hand when I can't see where I'm going at all like when I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off he is that person that is like okay get it together Jesse but I want nothing to do with a relationship like I literally told him I'm taking a couple weeks sabbatical from him because I need a break (laughs) because the emotional part of it fucks me up like I don't have time for that right now for sure listen my focus is building a transitional community for spinal cord injury survivors and building Jesse Strawham as a motivational speaker. Those are my two main focuses right now. And for sure. And so it's gotta be, so it's gotta be kind of strange with like, cause you're on Instagram always like showing yourself and like being vulnerable and taking all these pictures and stuff. You probably get hit up all the damn time i am so sick of being hit on i'm like can you just stop i mean read what the fuck the caption says how about that how about you stop commenting on how beautiful i am (laughs) like i don't care i own i own a fucking mirror i'm well aware i i see that i i am an attractive lady thank you thank you for the (laughs) reminder but read what it says I, I want you to answer the question. What are you grateful for? You know, like I, I'm asking right. people questions on most of my posts. I don't, I don't right. want to be. Don't tell I think me that's I'm pretty. Everybody. I, th- I think that's all girls though, on like Instagram and shit. Because probably majority of the people are just there to ogle at you 
and like stare at you and just yeah it sucks i bet it's so bad but it is cool i'm not I gonna lie don't have that issue. i got recognized right. in it's an airport the other week oh yeah. oh yeah and it was the coolest thing ever he's like jesse i follow you on instagram you were hurt in a motorcycle accident right and i was like nice <laughs> that's what's up I was like, that's, that's cool. so cool when someone like knows your right. story it's just such yeah. a cool, like, that you're making that big of an impact that you meet somebody in an airport in Nashville. Or not Nashville, right. I think it was, like, Texas, maybe. I don't remember where it was. It was on my way to Phoenix or San Diego. <laughs> it's on my way to somewhere because that's all I do is travel. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, you're all over the place. Dude. Every time I see you, you're traveling somewhere. Sick of these airlines damaging my chair. Right. That's one thing uh, that has me afraid of traveling, too. It's like I watch videos of people putting their chairs under the plane, and I'm just like, that, I just know, even at home, I shit on my chair gets fucked up, and I could only imagine on a damn flight if you threw it under a plane. Dude, my wheels got bent back in October, I sent them the invoice from when I purchased the wheels from Spinergy directly. Right. They ordered the wrong hub size, which I wish I would have realized they fit on my off-road chair, Damn. so I should have just kept them. But I had them order the right ones, and right. I got finally closed the case the beginning of February. I just traveled, and they completely bent the axle and all everything on my chair. Jeez. I literally closed the case. The guy at Global Repair, the people that handle the airline claims, he's like, we literally just closed your case a week and a half ago. Are there certain airlines that are better than others? He said they're all pretty even across the board when I asked him, because I did ask him that. Because I fly Southwest because typically my chair wouldn't get damaged unless I fly out a Houston hobby. But uh, that's the one common denominator, my chair being damaged in the last six months. But he said that, no, all the airlines damage them pretty evenly. I mean, he's like, they're all pretty much the same. Right. Have you watched... There's like a YouTube video of a guy recording them, putting it under the plane or taking it out from under the plane every time. Oh my gosh, it like falls off the side and it like, yeah, they have no idea. They sit there staring at it like, all right, how the hell are we going to get this thing off of here? All these, especially the like, for me, the motorized chairs are heavy and I'm always like, damn, how would i even do that it scares me like that's i can't imagine having a motorized chair and watching them take yeah. it off there i don't think i could sit on the damn chair in the plane either because i'm too damn big and it's like they want to put you on some tiny ass chair have you sitting straight upright for the whole damn flight and then my nurse was just telling me they have to like she took someone to Mexico and they had to bag her while they were flying. And then after a while, they just snuck her back onto the vent because they didn't feel like bagging anymore. And I'm like, I don't want someone just sitting there bagging me so I can breathe. Like, yeah, it's stupid. Why can't they? You can't do this. They're not a portable vent. No, it's portable. 
but I guess the like equipment they don't want it running, interfering with all the shit on the plane. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Yo. if they still do it that way. I don't know Yo, if they still do it that, that way. That's the most inhumane shit I've ever right. heard. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yep. You have me. I'm about to like. Look, I'm about to start lobbying against these airlines. They need to get it together. Right. So my flight out of Phoenix, there's an onboard aisle chair so you can use the bathroom. I was literally halfway through my transfer and the brakes malfunctioned and came unlocked and dropped me to the floor. You fell. So I thought I was fine, but I was sore, so I went to urgent care. Urgent care tells me I break my I broke my tailbone. So I was like, Holy crap. Jesus. I contacted my neurosurgeon's nurse. She said that he wanted me to see a specialist, an orthopedist. So I hurry up, get on the next flight home, miss my curling tournament. So I'm in so much pain. Get right. home, visit the orthopedist. He's like, no, you just slightly fractured it, very bruised. What the hell is slightly right. fractured? So now that, I that's have, still breaking. Right. I have this massage pillow that I have, I've been using. And mm. if it still hurts in three weeks, I have to get shots. But I don't think I want to do that. That's terrible. But because the airline's negligence, I got hurt. That's not... Man, I'm what too was active that? Was it the, Was it the plane chair or... Yeah, it was the one... It was so that little aisle uh, chair, but it was the one they keep on the plane. We were in the air. Gotcha. I just had to pee. Gotcha. Because I don't like sitting and pee. Right. And my bladder's super For sure. small. That's mm-hmm. part of the reason... So, back to the relationship thing. Like... Yeah. I also, I have a little bit of sensation, which I got back in the last right. year. <laughs> mm, what, what? So you can have sex? Yeah, and I mean, feel I, can, I can always have what, sex. What? The doctors didn't sew it up and call it a lost cause. <laughs> Yo, when people ask me, that's what I tell them. I'm like, the right. doctors sewed it up and called it a lost cause. They said I couldn't feel it anyways. They sewed it that's up. That's what I tell them. When what? people, because you know, people ask you, can you have right, sex? People- Oh, that's the number one. And that's my answer. The doctor sewed it up and called it a lost cause. Just so they don't. Because I can't feel it anyway. Stop asking. Right. Uh, All right. If that's, uh, I can't feel it. I still do. But so I got the sensation back, and (laughs) I found out when I get off, I uh, pee everywhere. So that's fun. Well. That's basically what squirting is, I Yo, guess. I, yeah, but urine. when you're paralyzed, it just is, it's just peeing. It's no, there's no squirting behind it because there's no right. muscle, right? There's no power. <laughs> yeah. It's just straight pee. Oh, gross. Right. So I don't, I don't partake in it. Like, I honestly, I just, I also, right. I, I was off birth control and I was like, oh, the idea of having a kid with someone I can't stand, I'm good. Mm, really? Damn. Yeah. I thought it through. Like, sex is so disposable to us, you know? Right. And not for me. But no, I'm saying, like, to our. Oh, I was just, like, generalizing our age group. Yeah. But it's so disposable. So I just don't want to do it. And then the idea of our relationship, since I don't want to do that either, I don't want to do any of it. (laughs) Damn. It's too much work. My time is too valuable. Right. Cause I know people always ask me, and I actually had like a friend of mine ask me like, so exactly how does that work? And just out of curiosity, 
I was like, well, we get in bed, she gets on top, and we go at it. Like, <laughs> it's it's the same shit. Like, yeah, it still works. And, like, for me, Have you ever had sex I, with a paralyzed person? Mm, no. So what do you think? What do you think the other person feels when they're having sex with, like, a limp body? Like... I, I had always sex think with, about that. I mean, I, I've had sex with numerous paralyzed dudes. Well, two. Really? Yeah, two different ones. Okay. How'd that go? It's hard. Yeah. Like, I mean. Like, physically? Yeah, because Is that so, a pun, like, we would pun throw. Like, really hard. Right. He's I mean, really after a couple of Viagra <laughs> for both of them. Oh, shit. But we would throw my leg over and then, like, mm. one, two. <laughs> <laughs> and like a you have to rock though you gotta get you gotta get right. the momentum you know <laughs> yeah because this isn't this is when i was first paralyzed so i was still a t4 okay. and i didn't have any core strength at all so i literally was right. like using my head <laughs> to transfer <laughs> were they able to move yeah they were both t12s okay yeah lower so they were able to like do something on the bottom and then i got on top and then they helped right. me like lift my right and you know what's so funny i'll like so the therapy the wearable therapy i'll have my shorts on i've had i've had sex while wearing the shorts same and like <laughs> and i'll use that as like a thrusting motion just to make it feel like I'm doing something. Well, I wear a pull-up yeah. when I wear them, and so we'll pull it to the right. side, and then, like, so oh, other things I've done weird. I feel like yeah. when you're paralyzed, you do the weirdest things, right? Oh, for sure. I I watched this weird-ass video yesterday. I, I was looking up adaptive activities for quads, and the first fucking thing that showed up was adaptive sex techniques yes. and they had all types of weird shit like slings and just the table all types what about of the table shit. thing right yeah <laughs> oh no oh my god so then for me i get in weird situations because like for me i can't feel it i can't do any of it so but for my head i'm pretty good with my mouth i'm pretty good when it comes to foreplay so it's so funny like this one time so i've only had sex with three girls and but i've had it like multiple times and like this one girl she was a little loose a little looser down there and so i'm like imagine we're in like a 69 position and so she's sitting on my face and i'm just going at it I don't even realize so like when I'm having sex and doing all that I like almost black out like I just go and I didn't even realize it my entire face my entire nose is inside her vagina and I am like I didn't even realize it because I'm on a vent I have my own built-in snorkel <laughs> and it just it was hilarious because like I go to breathe out because every now and then you exhale and I went to go exhale out my nose and nothing came out. I was like, oh, holy shit. Where am I? (laughs) It it was hilarious. And I just like tried not to laugh. And she was like 
freaking out because it was pretty close to her finishing and shit. And I'm just like, all right, just finish it up. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. I was just like, well, damn, I I can do this. This works. Yeah. I've had I've had <laughs> sex a couple of times on the toilet to avoid cleaning up the pee. Oh wow, <laughs> nice. That's dope. Turns Blumpkin into like a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And the part that blows my mind is how different every girl is. Cause like oh, for yeah. me, they're always on, they're always on top, and I'm like, I try to get into it, cause they're going at it, and they're loving it, cause I'm like, I'm I'm decent in that department. So like they're having fun and I'll be like trying to get into it just like I don't know lean my head into them or bite their lip or something and it's like <laughs> but they'll be I think it's so crazy how every girl was completely different like the first girl she could go slow as hell and would fucking come harder than ever and then another girl would go hard as shit and it was just funny to me just seeing how different every single girl is. I mean, it's the same with guys. But I feel like right. the wheelchair kind of makes you unapproachable to some people. Like, For sure. I feel like people automatically just count me out that I'm not a sexual being just because I'm paralyzed. And right. it's like, well, that's not from even what the you, case. From what you just fucking said, <laughs> it don't seem like it. You're like, nope, no relationships, no sex. I tell people I can't do it. Fuck them. No, I tell them that I can do it after the fact. I'm like, no, I'm just playing. Like, I'm not going to let someone think that. I can never. I'm an advocate for spinal cord injuries. I can never let them think that the doctors really sew us up and call it a loss. (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd be terrible. But people's reaction. I mean, don't ask me if I can have sex before you ask my name. Oh, for sure. That's that's like the number one thing I get. The first thing, like if I'm at a bar hanging out, the first thing I'll get, the first thing will be, uh, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a relationship? And they're like, I'm like, no. And then like, how would that work? <laughs> Can you have sex? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It all, it, yeah. It's all just reactions. It's all shit. Every time I get in bed at night. And we get undressed, I get hard and shit. So, yeah. Our bodies react in the strangest ways. Yeah. For sure. Weird. A spinal cord injury. That's why they can't find a cure. It's because every single one is so different. Yeah. They're like snowflakes, like every single one. Snowflakes. Some will have, like, every single, like, one will have some complications, and then another one will have different complications. It's. It is crazy. Like some deal with nerve pain, some don't. Oh, the uh, nerve pain! Yo, I have no nerve pain me, when I have wearable therapy. Right. It's gonna sound for like me, a wearable therapy advertisement. I I'm cool with it. Hopefully, he'll, he'll start paying us. But uh, <laughs> but uh, like for me, I have uh, autonomic dysreflexia sometimes. Oh. And some people don't. So, but that, that for me is more so with like. When I break a bone. 
Really? Yeah. You get it with that? Oh, when I broke my foot. I've never broken a bone. <laughs> you broke your foot too. See, you are doing way, way too much if you're fucking breaking bones so often. Oh my god. And I think it's nice because both of us have this like goal to get up one day. Like, you oh, plan it's gonna on happen. Up walking. It's just exactly. Exactly. So keep your damn body healthy. I do keep it healthy. Oh Look, I God. rehab all my shit. I got a standing frame. Yeah. I got my leg braces the other day. Nice. Which, you know, I'm really pissed off that post didn't do well on Instagram. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. I was standing. Right. Because I have right. all those. I saw that. All 17,000 nice. of my followers are creepy yeah. guys that love me for my wheelchair. Yep. That's what it is. I got my measly old 600 followers. Do you have any devos I'm not worried on your about list? That shit. I wish female devos. That's a oh thing. my god, what you want to do? On, let me find you out. want some feet? I was watching. So me doing all this, I've been like watching other people's stories and stuff who are in wheelchairs. And I was watching this girl's story. She was live on Instagram, and every single message was just let me see your feet show us your feet and she's like no no not right now and i'm like jesus just nothing but creeps out there that's that's all you want i want your feet yeah that's weird so weird uh and but if there was some girl out there who wanted to see my feet who wanted to be a devotee for me sure why not because like yo so i've uh, so Going back to, like, sexual shit. So I've only had sex with three girls. Very far apart. Um, And one of the issues I've been having right now, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called retrograde ejaculation. When you go a really long time without coming, because I also can't jerk off, and so I go long stretches without coming. And when... When I get to about, like, the two-year mark, it's it's this issue where, like, the sperm goes into my bladder and into my urethra, and then causes that causes issues, because I'll get really, really bad autonomic dysreflexia, and then I get infections, and I end up having to change my catheter, and, like, it's all bad. So I've been, like, looking... Lately, I'm like, well, shit, I just need someone to finish me off every now and then. I'll be good. (laughs) Craigslist classifieds. Oh, my God. And that shit scares me. Why? I don't know. Wear a condom. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe. Just have her jerk it. Right. (laughs) like hey i just need to pay you to handle this for me right me and my buddies we were uh, i feel like that's a job that's no there's definitely a business out there isn't there a movie like that with uh helen hunt i haven't seen it i just heard about it yeah she's like she's like she's like a sex therapist for people with different disabilities yeah and i'm like well, I wish that was an actual thing. That is a... Uh, <laughs> yo, I think that's a real thing. I think it is. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, no, I need to... About to Google yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, go, 
Go for it. Sexual release or sexual because therapist. like, yeah, and I've even so me and my buddies have Googled like, rub and tug, massage parlors and like, supposedly I don't even have I don't even have the balls to go in and like ask them for that shit because that's I don't know it just it's weird. I'd rather just I go give meet disabled someone. people orgasms for a living. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, here we this go. This shit's crazy. There's a whole video. Sexual healing inside the world of medically assisted sex. Dude. Send that shit to me. Yo, I'm, I'm going to send it. you. It's a Vice article. I'm going to copy it. And I'll oh. send it to you. And you can find See, it. See, they always. Yeah, they always like have shit. But it's like, where do you even. Where does that even exist? We're going to find it. I'm going to share this article right. on my Instagram stories. My. And I'm going to see if I can find out where we can get you this. <laughs> we're going to get you this therapy. <laughs> oh, man. You're getting it. It's happening. I feel like I even could jack off if I, like, was naked and just had my hands there. And, like, use my shoulders. <laughs> How oh my god, that'd be even, hilarious. I can't even imagine, like, I can't even mimic <laughs> it because I don't... Right, right. It's like when you someone tries arms. to mimic not walking. Yo, wheelchair sensitivity right. training. I feel like we need to supply that to mm-hmm. every single AB person out there. AB? Able body? <laughs> oh my god. I feel like we're in fucking Hogwarts. We have, like, terms for shit. <laughs> All these muggles. All these muggles out here. I've don't never know seen what, Harry Potter. Don't know what this shit's like. Oh, you're out of, out of your mind. Oh my god. I know. Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. I don't time, man. Jesus. Right. True. I wish I had time. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I should make time. The only thing I do make time for is Grey's Anatomy. Okay. <laughs> Some girly shit. <laughs> well, I think my headphones about to die and we've been talking for a bit talking for like an hour so i'll uh we could probably finish up what do you want to finish up hey you know i appreciate your time i appreciate you inviting me having me letting me open you know i've been wanting to open up about sex and disability and i really appreciate you giving me that platform (laughs) right i love it i'm always willing Willing to talk about whatever. I can, can we talk about, you know, bowel bladder control and lack thereof and when you get sick Definitely. Next? Definitely, yeah. And we can definitely have, because I want you back on. Because I noticed with all these podcasts, like, I never get to everything I want to get to. So, You forever yeah. have content. Look at it like that. Um, true. Very true. But, yeah, so everybody, please go follow Jesse Strawham, S T R A C H A M. Uh, go follow her on Instagram. F- subscribe on YouTube. She's pretty awesome and amazing. She's got awesome stories and just crazy adventures and everything. It's really awesome. Everyone who has an iTunes account or has an iPhone, if you go into the podcast app and leave a five star review. And in the review, if you write whatever question, whatever question you can think of, 
I'll make sure to answer it on the podcast. That way everybody can hear it and I'll read it and I'll make sure everybody knows what what you're asking. Just so you guys know, I'm doing that because in order for podcasts to show up higher in the podcast app, the more five-star reviews you have and the more views you have and reviews, um, the higher up you show up in the store. That way, this can build, we get more listeners, more can learn my story, learn about me, and I can continue to help others more. You can go ahead and follow me on many social medias. Instagram, Twitter, all of it is at Drew Claiborne. Go follow me and make, go ahead and message me, whatever, and whatever questions you have, and I'll try to answer on, on there as well. Those of you that are interested in my blog posts, go ahead and go to our website, thedrewcrew.org. You'll see the blog, and then if you're feeling feeling generous and you're able to, go ahead and hit do- donate at the top. And that'll help us continue doing what we do to show other people with spinal cord injuries and disabilities that they can still have a quality of life and we can help them do so. I'm a freak to the core. Get a dose once, you gon' want some more. My tongue touch your girl, your toes bound to curl. This is exclusive stick. I-